even beyond women's ministry. The past week we were blessed with some construction projects around our property. Today we see and hear the talents of our musicians. Each week our children are cared for by loving volunteers. This coming month we have a team of volunteers who will be delivering Meals on Wheels. People are praying, people are visiting, people are sending cards, all in the name and the witness of our Lord Jesus Christ. I could go on and on. But perhaps the best way to see how God uses us and how he uses his people is to hear from someone who has experienced his faithfulness firsthand by allowing others to pour into her and her family's life and in return, passing that love and service on to others in need. Please help me welcome Christy Wright. All right, my speaking today is honestly probably 15 years in the making. Over the past 15 years, I have been close to sinking into deep despair more than once. I honestly don't think I would have stayed afloat in this journey we have been on without this church. This is a revision of a talk I gave to the women at the Fall Night of Renewal a couple years ago. So for those women who have heard much of this, I apologize. She sensed God telling her to think about what the Bible says about kids. Children are a gift from the Lord. The light bulb went on, and she understood that the verse wasn't just about the perfect children, the darling, whole and healthy, look at me children. He doesn't put any clause or condition on this statement. It's just plain, children are a gift from the Lord. No matter what your child's level of need is, able to lead a normal life, in need of total care, or somewhere in between, if you treat your child as a gift, you'll think of your child as a gift. This child is a gift from the Lord, period. Start with that foundation and move on from there. So that leads us to Caden. Every parent looks forward to the day of their child's birth and holding their newborn immediately after his delivery. We were unable to hold Caden for six days, and that breaks the mother's heart. To not hear your baby cry, when every other baby is crying is more overwhelming than a baby who cries too much. To not have a normal and healthy baby is devastating. No one wishes to have a child with special needs. But that doesn't mean once they are here that you love them any less. It probably means that you love them a little more. Our time with Caden and our time spent in hospitals has made me realize what a true miracle it is when a normal and healthy baby is born. Caden diagnosed with DeGeorge syndrome, which is caused by a deletion on the 22nd chromosome Q11. I think he has now had 37 surgeries. He has had five heart surgeries, a kidney removed, several spine, three throat and airway, and multiple more minor surgeries. He has been in the hospital numerous times for pneumonia and other issues. He is immunocompromised because he does not have a thymus gland, which produces your T cells that fight infection. We used to give him infusions of immune globulins derived from people's plasma twice a week to boost his immune system. We give him growth hormone shots six nights a week. We have repeated a vaccine in hopes of building antibodies to pneumococcus. Unfortunately, he cannot receive live vaccines and that is scary to know he could be exposed to diseases he is not capable of fighting. He has recently had to again receive an iron infusion as his iron levels are dangerously low. He also takes numerous medications orally every morning and evening. 
Because he is immunocompromised, please do not take it personally when my family disinfects after we shake hands in church. It is not that we think you are full of germs. We are following doctor's orders in an attempt to keep Caden healthy. Our lives revolve around medical and therapy appointments in Sioux Falls and the cities. Life is crazy busy with Caden and our other two children, but I always say it is what it is, and these are the cards we were dealt. I also don't want to complain about how busy we are with Caden, because if we ever aren't busy, it will be because Caden is in heaven. I've been teaching six years when Caden was born. I thought I was a pretty good special education teacher. I cared about my students and always fought for them. However, I guess God thought I needed a little more empathy. I understand now why parents either don't show up, sit there glassy-eyed, or cry during their child's meetings. I know what is wrong with Caden. I know he is behind when compared to his classmates. However, every time I hear it said out loud at one of those meetings, it hurts as badly as if someone was literally stabbing me in the heart. It is hard, and I'm not going to say it isn't. It is hard when I see other kids his age, and younger, doing things Caden should be doing. It is hard to think of the future, so I usually don't. It is hard to listen to friends and colleagues complain about very minor issues with their children, and I want to say seriously, that is what you have to complain about? I get angry at God because I will never understand why Caden has to suffer, suffer so much physical pain. That is the one thing I will never understand this side of heaven. Then I will read something like this. A mother's arms are made to hold children. Every mother unable to hold her hurting child because of medical treatment has endured the agony of empty, aching arms. If your arms are aching today, if the ache is consuming you, the last thing you want to do is thank God for the pain. But if you are standing at a crossroads where you need to make a choice, an unwanted choice, a difficult choice, either trust God to bring a blessing out of this curse or turn away from him because you don't believe he will. The moment you trust him to change your curse into a blessing, a transformation will begin. To the blessings around you, blessings you would not have recognized without the curse of your child's diagnosis. His arms will surround you, and safe in his embrace, a host of blessings other parents never see will become your joy. When that happens, you will be overcome with gratitude. As this curse becomes a blessing, you may even surprise yourself and whisper, Thank you, Father, for aching arms. Nehemiah 13, verse 2 says, But our God turned the curse into a blessing. I truly believe I have witnessed and felt miracles. We have experienced things in intensive care units and hospitals that are beyond comprehension. We have been there when children are taken from their mother's arms and brought down to the morgue. We have been there when the entire unit cheers after a child is successfully extubated. I have literally felt prayers in God's arms surround me when Caden is in an open heart surgery. I have been able to have discussions about faith with big-time doctors in the cities. After Caden's second open-heart surgery, I just had to know that his surgeon would go to heaven someday. I just had to know. This man had sawed open my tiny baby's chest twice in five months. He had literally saved his life. But we all know that some big-time doctors are pure scientists and don't have the understanding of God. So I asked him when he came in to talk to us after Caden's surgery. May I ask you a personal question? He said, sure. I asked, do you believe in God? He paused, looked at me, 
and replied, I could not do a job like this and not believe in God. Wow, that was exactly what I needed at that point in my life. Miracles and blessings. That is what having Caden has provided me with. I have also learned many life lessons. One of the biggest ones would be to never judge others. We do not know what their situation may be. We do not know what they may really be going through. And every single person handles their personal situation, grief, or life storm differently. It's an individual journey unlike everyone else's. Another thing we have noticed that Caden has, since Caden was born is that Rock Rapids, Central Lion, and First Reformed are extra special places filled with extra special people. We are so thankful God led us to Central Lion before Caden was born. The proximity to Sioux Falls and the wonderful support system is definitely a God thing. The women in this church have carried us through many storms and deserts. They fed us when we were weary. They surrounded us when my dad was killed. And when our marriage secretly almost fell apart from the changes in our lives taking care of Caden, I looked to older and wiser women who had persevered through worse. Do you know what it is like to believe the beginning of the end of your marriage is because of your son? No mother or father ever wants to admit that. Those women I respected do not know it, but I watched and admired them every day. And my circle ladies. Erica, Nicole, Cindy, Heather, Rachel, Jill, Jen, and our sweet angel, Lisa. These ladies have been there for over 15 years now, giving me the support I need to continue this journey. God put our group together for a reason. We have gone through way more together than we should have, but we are still together, and we are still holding each other up. Caden does not have the deep understanding of Christianity that most of you do. His mind probably will never have the capability to truly get it. But this church has surrounded him and taught him what he is capable of understanding. He knows God and Jesus love us and take care of us. When I ask him who we know that live in heaven, he will tell me Jesus, Grandpa Bill, and Lisa Warnchies. He knows that we pray for him every Sunday. He knows that all of you love him and always will. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 10 and 11 tell us, He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Women's ministry does that. We live together with him. We encourage each other and build each other up. Since I have been a part of the executive committee, I have learned so much behind the scenes actions of love the women of this church do. The women's ministry is doing God's work and doing it without the desire of recognition or praise. I will be eternally grateful for all they have done for me physically and spiritually. Now for the last story. It may not be theologically accurate, but it has some good points. Most women become mothers by accident, some by choice, a few by social pressures, and a couple by habit. This year, nearly 100,000 women will become mothers of children with disabilities. Did you ever wonder how mothers of children with special needs are chosen? Somehow I visualize God hovering over earth, selecting his instruments for propagation with great care and deliberation. As he observes, he instructs angels to make notes in a giant ledger. Armstrong, Beth, son, patron Saint Matthew. Forrest, Marjorie, daughter, patron Saint Cecilia. Rutledge, Carrie, twins, patron saints, Give her Gerald, he's used to profanity. 
Finally, he passes a name to an angel and smiles, give her a child with special needs. The angel is curious, why this one, God? She's so happy. Exactly, smiles God. Could I give a child with disabilities to a mother who does not know laughter? That would be cruel. But has she the patience, asked the angel. I don't want her to have too much patience or she will drown in a sea of self-pity and despair. Once the shock and resentment wears off, she'll handle it. I watched her today. She has that feeling of self and independence that is so rare and necessary in a mother. You see, the child I'm going to give her has his own world. She has to make it live in her world, and that's not going to be easy. But Lord, I don't think she even believes in you. God smiles. No matter, I can fix that. This one is perfect. She has just enough selfishness. The angel gasps. Selfishness? Is that a virtue? God nods. If she can't separate herself from the child occasionally, she'll never survive. Yes, there is a woman whom I will bless with a child less than perfect. She doesn't realize it yet, but she is to be envied. She will never take for granted a spoken word. She will never consider a step ordinary. When her child says mama for the first time, she will be present at a miracle and know it. I will permit her to see clearly the things I see, ignorance, cruelty, prejudice, and allow her to rise above them. She will never be alone. I will be at her side every minute of every day of her life because she is doing my work as surely as she is here by my side. We have been through rough seas, but with Jesus in our boat, the storms may rock us, but we will not sink. I thank you all so much for all your prayers and support over the years. You are all a blessing. I can speak for all of us, and um, we love you, rights, and we love Mr. Caden, and to God be the glory for all that he has done. Will you pray with me?